Hey, young world, you have tuned in to Sundays with Sansan. It's your girl, Sansan. Happy Sunday. Oh, you made it to the second Sunday in the new year. Today's topic is marriage. And what's the secret to a happy one? Everyone has a, their opinion on a happy marriage or why marriages don't last or why they do last. But <clears throat> excuse me. I was at the nail salon and a young lady asked me how long I had been married and I told her it would be 10 years this May. So she said, "What's my secret?" And immediately I responded with God and communication. So a lady next to me said, "You got it." She confirmed what I said. She said she has been married 30 years. And she would agree that God and communication helps lead to a happy marriage. If I could add one more thing in there that I didn't tell the lady because we were in the nail salon, I'm going to say God, communication, and a lot of sex with your spouse. So check it. When my husband and I got married, his aunt and uncle um, set us down and they told us that we should look at our marriage like a triangle. Um, either of us on each side and that God should be at the top. And if we always met at the top, then we will have a successful, healthy, happy marriage. And I really believe that. And that's what we have tried to do in our marriage. I would say the first two years of our marriage were kind of the rockiest. Um, Still, I think, becoming adjusted to being married, to knowing our roles, um, to being parents, just trying to be what the other person wanted us to be and not really being honest of who we are and what we wanted. So the first two years were kind of rocky. I feel like then it mellowed out. And I'm going to say these last years probably have been the best years of our marriage. Um, And that improved because of our communication. Like, we are able to express how we really feel and respect one another's opinion. It's not you can't feel how you feel. You are entitled to feel however you want to and express that to me so I can respect it or I can understand why you may act a certain way. Sex. Um, I think we've always had good sex. We've always had a lot of sex. But now I've learned that I should be more open to more sex. I think that it's important because let's just face it, men want to have sex more unless you just like this sex fiend of a woman, not saying anything is wrong with that. I don't know. For me, I would be good having sex four times a week. Uh, My husband probably would be good with having sex four times a day. I'm just saying most men, that's what they want. And especially if it's good, why not? So I know that my husband likes to have sex, so at least we should do it every day because that's what he enjoys, and I enjoy it as well. I just don't need it as frequently, but hey, it's not going to hurt me. Like, what is it really going to hurt for you to have sex with your spouse when they want to have sex? I'm not saying let your spouse take advantage of you if you're sick or if something's wrong and you should just have sex with them anyway. But like if it's really no issue of why you can't have sex and you just saying no because you don't want to, I think you need to check yourself because, yes, um, 
men, if they want to cheat, they are going to cheat regardless. But I think it lessens the chances of them wanting to pursue another woman if they are satisfied at home. That's just my personal opinion. Y'all can shoot me later, whatever. However, all I know is I've been with my husband for 13 years and I don't think he's cheated on me. Moving on. According to family law, um, they say the average couple age for divorce, they're usually about 30 years old. And they spend two years thinking about divorce before they actually get divorced. So usually when people get divorced, the marriage bent over. It's been done. They didn't just wake up and say, I want a divorce. They've been contemplating this for at least two years. So if you are in that funk of where you feel like, you know what? I don't want to be with this person anymore. I can't do this lifelong commitment. Um, you may want to consider some other things besides divorce, especially if it's not any abuse or the person isn't cheating on you. It's like you just don't really rock with them like that. They're not who you thought they were. You probably can change your mindset. So Time Magazine gave seven um, thoughts to a successful marriage. Their first one was celebrate good news. So celebrate each other. If your spouse tells you, I got a raise or I'm starting a new project, or I'm doing something to better myself, or something they just want to feel good about. They want to start a new hobby. Celebrate them. Boost them up. Be your spouse's hype man or woman. Like, be there for them. Be that encourager. Don't let anyone else be that person for them. Not their mama, not their sister, not their coworker. You be that hype man for your spouse. Um. Next, they say five to one. For every one bad thing you have happen in your marriage, you need to have at least five good things to back it up. It just is what it is. Yes, you could have done a ton of good in the past, but when you do one bad thing, that's what's prevalent right then. So you got to switch that up. Okay, you messed up, something bad happened, y'all got an argument, it could have been over something petty. But let's get back on track. Let's not focus on the argument and what bad happened. Let's focus on, okay, let's change it around. Let's do something good with one another. So for every one bad thing, you need five good things to back it up. Number three, they say keep your standards high. People always say, oh, yes, standards too high. No, no, no. I so agree with this because when you have high standards, you get more. When you expect more of people, They give you more. They give you what you need. If you have a requirement and someone loves you, they are going to try their best to meet that requirement. It just is what it is. Don't dumb yourself down. Like I require this and this is what I need. But if you pretend you don't need that, you're going to be suffering in silence because your spouse never even knows what's wrong. When in reality, you know what's wrong, but you won't even say it. How smart is that? It's not. Um, It says stay close to friends and family. I think you need a good circle around you of positive people, positive marriages, positive couples, because it's the energy you feed off of. If your homegirl is in a bad marriage, she's going to bring that negative energy to you. If your homeboy cheating, he's going to bring that negative energy to you, especially if he's getting away with it. Like regardless of how much a man loves their spouse, if they can easily get away with cheating. They probably are going to do it because they feel like they aren't hurting their spouse. So surround yourself around people that want to see you do good in your marriage. Number five, this is so, so important. 
Don't expect your spouse to make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. Your spouse is going to add on to it. They are going to bring some positive things in your life. They are going to get you some great things. They're going to be there for support. They are going to love on you. But baby, your happiness comes from within. You can't get that from any other person. Your spouse is not there to determine if you are happy or sad. You are to determine that even if your spouse pissed you off. You don't let that dictate your whole life, your whole day. You know what? I'm mad at them right now and that's cool, but I'm still going to have a good day. And that goes for anybody. Don't let anybody control your mindset, your day, your mood. Who He who angers you controls you. Remember that. Don't let nobody have control over your life. You have the ultimate choice. Number six, they say, have more sex. I already said, I'm all for it. Do it. It's good. And if it's not good, tell your spouse what you like. Tell them, I don't like when you hit it like that. I don't when you like when you eat it like that. This is what I like. This is what I need. Tell them. So y'all can work on it together. And I I always feel like this, like the first time you have sex with somebody, unless y'all chemistry was just crazy, it's probably not the best because y'all still trying to figure each other out. But if you go into that relationship, never saying, well, I really didn't like that. Your spouse going to keep doing it. They're like, oh, he must like it. She must like it. When in your mind, you're like, I don't even like that for real. So you don't want to have sex because you aren't honest about it. Be honest. Tell them what you want. Have sex. Do it. Like I said, if you're good, it's nothing wrong. You have no health issues, whatever, whatever. Sex brings on so many more things when you actually have an orgasm. Like it's just like, ah, it's so refreshing. Whatever was bothering you, it releases stress and everything. And people have more sex, live longer. Your heart is healthier. I mean, look it up. That's what I heard, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. And last but not least, Time Magazine said, have excitement. You cannot just go to work every day, come home, take care of the kids, cook dinner, and go to bed. You can't do it. You got to have a date night. You got to have fun with just your spouse without your kids. My husband and I, last night, we got a hotel room. And although we live seven minutes away from the hotel, it's a different environment. It makes you do different things. Be excited. Do fun stuff with your spouse. Stop being so, uh, be that person they fell in love with. And it doesn't just have to be sex. It can be, you know what? Today, I'm just going to do something out of the box. Stop being so boring. Stop being that person your spouse does not want to come home to. Stop being aggravating. Granted, it's things that you need to discuss, but that's when it goes back to communication. Know how to discuss it. Stop making everything an argument. I'm learning this. I'm telling y'all because I'm learning it. Everything is not a debate. Everything is not an argument. Your spouse isn't against you. Talk. Listen. It's okay. So my top three things for a successful marriage is God. God first and always. Talk to God about it. I had a habit of telling my girlfriends every little thing that my spouse did. And I'm just talking like it's no big deal. 
but he took it a different type of way. So now I've learned I could just tell God and leave it alone because especially when you tell other people stuff, you might be done dealing with it. And then they ask you about it and it brings it back up and you are over it. Talk to God. Keep God first. Keep his vows. Keep his commandments. Second, communicate. Say what you really, really feel. Don't sugarcoat it. Whatever it is you feel, it could be something simple as, babe, I don't like when you leave the shower curtain open. Tell them. Because every time you go in the bathroom, you're going to get pissed off. Communicate. Last, have a lot of sex. It just feels good. It's good. You married them. You might as well. But protect yourself if you don't want to have no more babies. Thank you for tuning in to Sundays with San San. This is your girl, San San. Follow me on IG at official underscore San underscore San. Um, have a great day. Bye, young world. Bless up.